Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, good morning, 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 top of the morning, top of the Tuesday morning on this beautiful and blessed day. September, oh my goodness, I can't believe we're halfway through September, but good morning, everybody. I'm Loretta McNary. Thank you so much for tuning in to Loretta McNary Live, the radio show. As you know, it is an offshoot of Loretta McNary TV talk show, and uh, we have a great show planned for you today. I I have a few announcements. I'll make those later, but I don't want to belabor uh, my time with my guest speaker because I booked her a while ago and I'm so excited that she's on here. I know I will be blessed by hearing her story and hearing what uh, she has to say, and I know you will too. For the past 30 years, um, Thelma Wells has been dedicated to inspiring women to be, and that's B-double-E, their best, first in the corporate arena and later as a Christian speaker through her own ministry called A Woman of God Ministries. As a speaker, she has encouraged thousands of women across the nation at conferences hosted by organizations like Women of Faith, Extraordinary Women, Christian Women in Media, and countless other women's groups, workshops, and conferences. Although she is in her 70s, and I really need to see documentation for that. That's a side note. (laughs) She looks and feels great, and she never stops. In 2001, she received her Master's of Divinity from Master's International School of Divinity in Evansville, Indiana. Then, in 2006, she was ordained upon receiving an honorary doctorate from St. Thomas Christian School and Theological Seminary in Jacksonville, Florida. In 2009, Ms. Wells began her own conference entitled Ready to Win Women's Conference held annually in Grapevine, Texas on Martin Luther King Day. She also offers girls getaways, quick weekend trips to inspire, encourage, and rejuvenate women for days to come. And each Labor Day weekend, she hosts a picnic at the lake with Thelma, a lake house retreat. Her messages can be heard on NRB Channel 378 on DirecTV each Tuesday at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time, 9.30 a.m. Central Time. This show offers a fresh perspective on today's issues for women through dialogue and teaching. Ms. Wells can also be heard on American Family Radio, KSUR, 88.9 88.9 FM and KBDE 89.9 FM with her Mama T Says radio spots. These one-minute inspirational messages offer hope to listeners each and every day. She is the author of six books, and uh, we'll talk about those titles later. She is married to her best friend, her supporter, and her encourager, Mr. George Wells, for over 50 years. They reside in Dallas, Texas, and they have three children, nine grandchildren, and four great-grandchildren, and that's not counting the ones who call her mama and grandmother that are not biological. So everybody, welcome to the Red and Mary Live, the fabulous Miss Thelma Wells. <laughs> you are so Hello. sweet. I'm going to call you Mama T, okay? Please call me Mama T. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> mama T is who I am. 
And that's who you are to me from this day forward is Mama T. Oh, my goodness. And I see you guys have got to go to her website. And her website is com. And you see her pictures, and she says she's in her 70s, but like I said, I really need some paperwork on that one because you look amazing. So whatever well, you're doing, I am 71, and I do have my driver's license to prove it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because you make it look so wonderful. Oh, wow. Thank okay, you so, so much. Let's talk about you because I see how you know your energy speaks to your photos, and, and that you must have a great photographer to be able to capture your essence and your energy. So it's, it's a great photo. Thank you, uh, Cindy Starr in the urban area of, of Texas, and my daughter Vicky Wells are really my photographers for the most part, and and I just show mm. out. They take pictures. <laughs> It's amazing. Okay, but that's enough of, you know, um, me talking about how beautiful and energetic you are. So let's talk about um, how did you come up with the tag B with the double E their best? How, what was the inspiration for that? I was a banker for, for 12 years, and a part of that time, in fact, more than that, I was a, a instructor for banks in Texas, the American yeah. Institute of Banking. And I discovered that people, even in high positions, have low self-esteem. And I said, Lord, yes. have mercy. what's wrong with folks who are able to lend millions of dollars and still don't know who they are and don't like themselves? So I asked mm-hmm. God to give me something that I would be able to say to them to encourage, influence, motivate, and empower them to be the very best. I didn't know at that time he was giving me the bumblebee. But I was going into my church one Sunday, and a friend of mine, Mary Jo Evans, looked at a little bumblebee that I was wearing and said, Thelma Wells, that sure is a pretty bee. And every time you wear that bee, remember, you can be the best of what you want to be. And I thought, (laughs) wow, that's it. According to Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And so I wrote a little program called A Formula for Success. B plus E plus E equals S. And God has used that since 1978 up until this day to do exactly what I asked him to do, encourage people. Wow. Oh, my goodness. It's 1978. So you've been doing this over 30 years. Yes, every day. And if, you know what? I'm finding that if I don't wear it every day, people in Walmart will ask me, where's my beef? <laughs> <laughs> Is it the same pen, or do you have, like, several? At this oh, time? well, I think I have several drawers full. Because people, oh, my yeah, yeah, people give them to me. I buy them. Wherever I see them, so I have a beat for every outfit that I have. Oh wow, that's amazing! And, and that message to see for itself. So I really, really 
love that, you know, she was able to um, verbalize what you had already been thinking and, and how you ran with it. Because you could have just sent the compliment and kept it to yourself, but you decided to um, become an entrepreneur and, and start these conferences. So do you remember the first conference you did and how, how did people respond, with you know, within your circle when you said, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to be a Christian speaker and I'm going to do workshops and conferences and TV and radio. Or did it evolve well, slowly? Tell me how that worked. I don't think it shocked many of them because for about 15 years I had been speaking in the corporate arena all over the world, literally, and had been using a Christian world values to teach telephone skills, customer service, dealing with difficult people, all of those skills. So I prayed, though, while I was there because, you know, you couldn't say Jesus and you couldn't say God. Mm-hmm. They say you couldn't, you know. Uh, but... <laughs> But I said, God, I need to be bolder for you. Give me a forum where I can be able to be free to tell people Mm -hmm. the truth. And I tell you what, at that time I had not surrendered all of me to God. I was afraid to because I didn't want him to send me to Africa and I didn't like flies. Okay. (laughs) So, So... In 1994, I think God got sick and tired of me running from him. And I had a real epiphany experience with God. And I went to a television station the the following day, not thinking that I was going to get a television contract. But I walked Mm. out of there with a television contract, and that's when the name A Woman of God was born. I didn't like that name, but there was a woman that was praying in the in the um, television station, and she said, "Mrs. Wells, the Lord says that the name of your show shall be a woman of God." And I thought Ooh. that's presumptuous. I said, "That's pretty presumptuous." Now, did he really say that, or are you making that up? And she said, <laughs> "No, in the spirit, God told me to tell you. I didn't know this lady. You see." He told me to tell you. He said, and she said, you better obey God. Wow. And I said, well, if he told mm. you, now if you sure he told you, then my show shall be called A Woman of God. So, mm. so what got you to the, what, what was happening that you decided to go to the TV station? Why were you well, there that you I were was, going to get a show? <laughs> while I was out on the floor, nobody raised their hand and pushed me down. Okay. I just went mm-hmm. out under the presence of the Holy Spirit in the silence and emptiness of my bedroom. And while I was down there, the Lord spoke in my spirit. I've never heard him speak audibly, but he spoke in my spirit and said, there is a white man sitting behind a desk who will alter the course of your life. Ooh. And I'm thinking, what? <laughs> you know. So I went mm-hmm. to the station and there was a white man sitting behind a desk, and he offered me this television show. Now, well, why did you go to the TV station? Because I know people that are listening, and they, they you know, people don't understand that, that this does happen. God does speak to us still today in our spirit. It's not an audible voice, but he does speak to you to us in our spirit. But you have to be tuned in to him. You have to have a relationship with him. So what, why were you going to the TV station trying to find this guy? Or No, no, I didn't know anything about the guy. I had always dreamed, write the vision down, according to Habakkuk, 
of being on television. And I have had that experience being guests, you know, like on TBN, being on the public report, uh, being uh, on, on various television stations as a guest. Mm-hmm. And I just saw myself as a host of a television mm-hmm. show. And that day, my daughter came over, and she said, well, what are we doing today? And I said, we're going out to KMPX TV 29. She said, well, what? I said, because I have a dream to be on television. We went out there. We saw everything. I had no theme. I had no sets. I had no (laughs) idea how to produce a television show. Okay? Mm. But my daughter and a friend of hers had had media training. So my daughter became the producer, Vicki Wells. Her friend, Sandra Samuel, became the co-producer. I had furniture in my house that I needed to get out, so I, I had my husband to come and set up a set. It was gorgeous. And I didn't know what I was doing, but I said, you know what I'm going to do? I've been teaching for all these years. I'm just going to teach the Word of God. Yeah. And that's what I did. And then I had other guests to come in, uh, singers, instrumentalists, and all. And we had service on KMPX TV 29, which is now the Daystar Channel. Mm. And I was there for two and a half years. The only reason I left is because of women of faith. I taped on Thursdays in the television station. We traveled mm-hmm. on Thursdays to do the conferences. And I had to give up the television program during that time. But, you know, now I'm back on Yeah. TV. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it was a dream. Wow. It was a desire. That was a step of faith, though. That was a step of faith. I am so daring. I mean, I really am daring. I'm like, okay, <laughs> if God put it in my mind, he must intend for me to do it. So, hello, God. Here I go. <laughs> so what are some of the other things? That, that's pretty bold. And all your people um, say, well, I always wanted to do a talk show. I always wanted to be on TV. But even at that moment when they're talking to me and they have somebody who's doing it, they, don't, they still just want to witness. They don't want to ask the right questions. Well, Loretta, how do you do it? Can you sit down and talk to me? And then when I do sit down and talk to them and share, you know, my steps that I took, they have yet to take those steps, and I'm giving you a free, you know, instruction on how to do it, and nobody has done it yet. So I believe it really has to be more than a wish. It has to be a calling, or you just have to be so in tune to it that it's a gift that you just go out and do it. So you were very daring, and, you know, you did your TV show. So how was the conferences born? Because you were doing corporate training and mm-hmm. you wanted to do it more boldly for Christ in your training, so that's when you launched the conferences? Yes, and let, let me tell you, I didn't really launch the conferences, but this is what happened. A lady came to my office and said, we would like for you to come with us on this Christian women's conference called Women of Faith. Now, that was in 1996. And I said, is it all women? She said, yes. I said, mm-mm, nope, not going. I said, because I, I've gotten out of everything women do because women are petty, women are backbiting. I'm not going to be bothered with women. Now, that's really, frankly, what I said. Mm-hmm. And she said to me, oh, pray about it. I looked at my watch, being facetious. 
And I said, I just prayed about it. I'm not going. She Ooh. said, no, ma'am. She said, no, ma'am, pray. She said, because I went and saw your book, uh, Bumblebee's Fly Anyway, in Barnes & Noble. I read that book, and God said, you are the woman of color that should come with this national movement. And I said, okay, let me tell you what I'll do. I will ask God that if every date that's on my calendar that, that you want, if every date is open on my calendar that you want, I'll know that that's him telling me to go. But I was throwing out really a bluff, Loretta, because I was already <laughs> traveling and speaking 300 days a year, and I figured, now God's not going to do this, okay? But do you know that there were 27 dates that they wanted me to travel Every single one of them was available for my practice. And I said, okay, God, thank you very much. I'll bloom where I'm planted. But let me tell you, he's he's such a a, a wonderful God. When I walked yes, into Allentown, Pennsylvania, on uh, on August the 19th, on August the 16th, 1996, and walked into that room and saw those wonderful ladies, who are speaking? Mm. My heart turned from stone, girl, to love. It was an immediate bonding because that's what God had planned for my life and theirs. And the, the white man, ultimately, that was sitting behind the desk that was going to alter the course of my life is named Stephen mm. Auburn. Steve founded Women of Faith. He said, women of faith. I got on and was with women of faith for 12 years, altering the course of my life, speaking to over 400,000 women a year, let alone children and men. Wow. And I stayed there for 12 years. 12 is the number of power, you see. Ooh, watch out. Yes, 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 yes. And I stayed there for those 12 years, loving on people, ministering to people, caring about people, speaking to people, traveling all over the world to the different uh, 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 foreign countries with world vision and all with, with women of faith because that was a part of my destiny. God sent me there to bridge the gap between the ages and the races. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. I didn't even know what I was Ooh. saying no to. But you know what? Ooh, if it's so for you, yes. God will open the doors for you. Now, let me just say one thing that you said a few minutes ago. There are so many people out here afraid to step out in faith. Mm-hmm. And you talk to them and you tell them and you show them and all of that, they are afraid. Let me tell you what is going to be happening with, with Thelma Wells, Mama T, next year. I am going to launch a program that will take successful people to the next level. All right. Okay, did you hear what I said? Yes, ma'am. Mediocrity will not do in my life. I'm too far Mm -hmm. gone. But there are people who are executives, who are professionals, who are presidents, who want to go to the next level. Mama T has the expertise, the compassion, the love, the quality, the experience, 
of writing, of speaking, of television, and of dealing with people's personal lives, that those who wish to be mentored are going into my consulting, to use my consulting, I'm going to deal with them. Because it's time mm. out for mediocrity and time out oh, yes, for people is. just playing around. I don't have time for that. Mm-hmm. I don't have time. Woo. I've been doing that. I've been doing that 31 years. And some people are not any further today than they were 31 years ago. Ooh, time. Or even, you know, even five years ago. I mean, if people will look at it, and, and I see them all the time, and they all, Loretta, you have more. No, I don't have more faith. I just work on my relationship with God, and I put him first. And am I afraid sometimes? Do I always know the answers? No, but I know no. what he told me to do, and I know That's he fine. always will meet me at my need, my point of need. So I just go. He never reveals the whole plan to the people. They got to get it. Yeah, he never reveals the whole plan. No. I don't know where it's going to take me. I have never known where any of my of, of, of presentations are what will take me. I've written 30 books. I had no idea that I could write a book until I got 50 years old. Wow. God told see, that's me. another thing. People say, well, I'm too old or, you know, I don't have this experience or I don't have this kind of education. God qualifies you when he calls you. That's all you need. That's right. And you know what? That's a cop-out. That's, that's a lazy cop-out. And I'm I'm just I'm Ooh. just straight to the cuff. Okay. Because God has a plan for us at every stage of our lives. Every for everybody. Stage. Yes, at, he does. At seventy one years of age, I'm not dead yet and I wrote a book called God's Not Through With You Yet. And he's not through with us. Through cancer I wrote a book while I was convalescent for a year. Through uh other ailments, et cetera, et cetera, nerves being severed and all of this. I said, Lord, how do you want me to use this for your glory? How do you want me to use it? How do you want me to use going from high heel stilettos to having to wear flat heel shoes? Uh, how do you want me to use this for your glory? And let me tell you something, Loretta. Last week at church was the first time I had on a pair of high heel shoes for six years because the nerves in my back were severed. But I said, God, in the name of Jesus, these six years I've been praying, I will wear high heel shoes again because you walk better and think you're cuter in high heel shoes and flat shoes. And, Lord, I'm going to do that. And oh, Sunday, my goodness. You said, that you said it all. I know I do. People don't understand. You know, I just, I just feel more confident when I got my high heels on. I do. That's right. And you, you look I walk different. Yeah. I act different. I That's think right. different. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So last Sunday, so I, 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 I agree with you on that. So, but even those who like, you know, flesh, and you need to, you need to know who you are. It's all about knowing who you are and embracing me, who you are. Because, I, I, oh my goodness, when you say women, you know, we have this stereotype of being petty and backbiting and jealous and envious of one another and pulling each other down instead of lifting each other up. Although it's it's really ugly to hear, but it is a big truth. And until we learn that we got to heal individually so that we can come together corporately and love on each other and understand, because what God has for you is for you, baby. I can't get it. 
That's right. I can't get it and no matter what I do. It, I, I cannot get what God has assigned and purpose in this world for you. Nobody can and do that goes the Loretta, Loretta McNary show like Loretta McNary. Nobody can do that show with you. It can be a zillion people with a, with a radio program. Nobody can do it like you do it. And nobody can do it like they do it. Why? Because God right. called you, anointed you, appointed you, set you apart to do what you're doing. People don't have to worry about that. Let me tell you about that D plus D plus E. The first mm. B, and I'm not going to say the whole thing, but the first D means be aware of who you are. Mm-hmm. And be I aware. believe that people, women, men, boys, or whatever, are petty out of fear. Mm. They fear the unknown. They fear success. They fear who they are by whatever means. It could be that they were talked down to or that they did something that they are ashamed of, whatever. But God never said that. And that's what I tell people. Don't be down on yourself. God said, I love you with an everlasting love, baby. I lavish my love on you. If I'm going to lavish my love on you, he is absolutely perfect, who has never seen Get over yourself and understand yeah. that I'm with you always, even to the always. final consummation of the ages. And I lift you up. People try to lift themselves up. Ooh. People want to be want to, they want to be celebrities. Celebrities, okay for the carnal, but God <laughs> wants servants. He's Ooh. asking us to serve. Him serve. serving people and get yourself back in check and in position because everything he's given us has come from him. We didn't develop it. We cannot start it. All the smarts and all the things that I'm doing, Thelma Wells is not the originator of that. God is the originator of that. And I have Amen. edified Amen. people, but give him glory. Mm-hmm. He gets all the glory. Mm-hmm. Yes, he does. Mm-hmm. Ooh, see, I'm going to have to get you back on the show. I'm going to have to make this show longer than 30 minutes because you are, oh, my goodness. Oh, you're going to, you help so many women that you have in the past, and you will continue to do that because that is the light that God is giving you. And you take it so serious, and you do it in such an excellent way that even during this conversation that we're having, I am being filled by your words. You are speaking to me, so I can only imagine how other women are feeling, and we have to get you back on to, to really um, to dive really deep into that fear thing. And people think when you say fear, that means I'm scared, like the boogeyman going to get me. But fear is very real, first of all, and because it's, somebody, it's our reality. So we're all afraid of something, but God didn't give us that fear. He, he tells us that in, a, in his word. But we have embraced it for whatever reason, like you said, maybe somebody said that when you were growing up, maybe people are saying it now that you're not good enough, and for some reason you started to believe the lies instead of believing the truth. So what I like to do with this show is to tell you the truth so you can, you know, you can start believing the truth, and you know the lie when you hear it and you won't believe it. But, Ms. Wells, I'm telling you, okay, we got two minutes. We got two minutes, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time um, with that, but... So the other E, so we said be aware, tell us the other E, and then you have to come back on other, and finish the other e, the e. is eliminate the effects of negativity in your life. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. You see, we're going to always have negatives, but the effects mm-hmm. of ne- negativity are a choice. And so I talk about that. The next E 
is work for eternal value. Okay? Only what you do for Christ will last. And if you're out here trying to work to, to make your name big and all of that, that will have nothing to do in the kingdom of God. For we will be judged by our motives of what we do. Mm. And I don't want God saying to me, get out of here, I never knew you. You mm-hmm. didn't do that for me. You did that for you. Ooh. And then the last S is success. Booker T. Washington said, success cannot be determined by the status one has attained in life, but rather by the obstacles one has overcome while trying to succeed. Woo! That's the okay. I got I got to get that one. I got, that is good. We have less than sixty seconds left in the show, but I love that quote. I love it, and that is so true. We need to embrace that. Really, really say that several times because we do measure and define success by material things, um, how fit we think we are on our in our physical bodies. So we got we got to know. And God said it best: only the things you do for the kingdom will last. Those eternal things. So, oh my goodness, you're gonna bless me, and I knew you would. And I, I really want to talk more with you individually too, prior to us coming on the next time. You are so awesome, and I thank God for you, and that you keep on keeping on, and that you show up. Age is just a number. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. just a number. <laughs> well, sometimes those old knees <laughs> tell me differently, but but listen, I am available to come into the churches and into the the different places uh, to give this. Uh, I do Bible studies. I do whatever. Uh, and then I'm on television uh, and on my website every Sunday night. I have Sunday night tea with Mama T. So you oh, need to wow. come on my website. Yeah, I did see that. Okay, and I told them to go to themawells.com to find out more information and to, and to see that. But you've been a joy to have on the show today. I thank you so much, Ms. Wells. And as always, you all for listening to Loretta McNary Live in closing. Think positive, dream big dreams, help someone along the way, dear God the glory, and I will see you on tomorrow, Wednesday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. Um, seize the day, everybody. Make it happen. We'll see you next week. I mean, tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow, Wednesday. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>